0: You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far on no, 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 Oh, you are no, such a no, no, up no, no. You, you are.
1: defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This, this is the Jabber Knocker Podcast. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the latest edition of the Knocker Podcast. As always, as I'm Nestlemania, alongside for the ride is a man who always thinks a tractor is sexy, JC. JC, thanks for being back, bud.
0: Brock Lesnar took us all for a ride in his big, was it a red tractor? I'm not sure. It was it's orange. orange yeah. It's orange. orange. Yeah, it was a summer. Come on. Summer slam. Slammy color uh, palette there for Mr. Brock Lesnar in WrestleMania, And we did have a really fun summer slam this weekend. Uh, we're going to get all deep into the weeds and comebacks and debuts and returns and this and that and matches and woo. And then a new look raw. Some happenings all across the wrestling world. So, WrestleMania. uh, I think we got to start with bah, 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 SummerSlam, and uh, the start of the show, right off the tip. Uh, the, right off the uh, tip,
1: you like that, right off the tip. Right off the tip. 20% the year, sad,
0: baby. The year-long story has come to the end between Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch, uh, and Bianca retained in what I thought was a pretty exciting match, but obviously the headline are the things that happened after the match. First off, Becky Finally, acknowledging Bianca and like shaking her hand, Becky obviously separating her shoulder as well. But even that even wasn't the biggest story because then out comes Bailey with a big return. But Nestlemania, she has some friends.
1: Oh my God! First off, I love all three of these women. I think they're fantastic in every single solitary way. I have a soft, soft, soft spot for EO Sky. That's going to be real hard to remember. Even Corey Graves. It was that hard one, for one on Monday. Graves, yeah, yeah, for Corey Graves. Uh, but you know, it is what it is, and. Uh, I, like I said, I love Io so much. I, I mean, she's one of my faves, uh, as well as Dakota. Great ad. And then, you know, Bailey's always going to be a, a, a seismic shift in any division she goes in, whether it's Raw or SmackDown NXT. So I was excited to see that. It seems odd to me in a little... Maybe it's like, you know, it's supposed to be the way it is, but it was like last year, it was like Bianca going oh, my God, it's Becky Lynch. And then this year it's like, oh, my God, it's three women. And then it's like next year she's going to be like, oh, my God, it's an entire roster yeah. coming after me. But, like, you know, it's just like after a while, I, I just want Bianca to be like, all right, who's coming out, like, at the end of SummerSlam? Because it just seems like it's going to happen every year from now on. But, again, this is, like, injecting three of the best into a division that was already pretty good on Raw specifically anyway. So I'm, I'm yeah. curious what you think of the group, what you think of, like, their ceiling, Do you think there's going to be infighting? Like, how do you see this playing out?
0: Well, I love it, first of all, because obviously, like... I also love Sky and obviously Dakota Kai as well. And she was obviously gone from the company. She was someone though, who has a very, if the, when people are looking for things of like the triple H impact, like this is obviously the biggest one. Cause he literally took one of the most talented female wrestlers in the world. Who's been working at NXT finally brought her to the main roster in Sky, Something that I know we've been talking about for years. Cause the talents there, we know that every single woman on the roster wants to work with her and the thing that she brings in the rain. And then Dakota guy, who's one of the most beloved people in the locker room back there was uh, left from NXT when her contract expired, so Triple H bringing uh, Dakota back and bringing up Io to the main roster, obviously, right away, boom. That's that's the biggest impact we've seen from it. And I, I personally love it because I think this is a good way to debut them too because Bailey's Bailey works as like a leader and she's taking two women that have kind of really had to grind to get here. I mean, one was gone, one was rumored to be gone. So the stable makes sense. I think it's good because I don't think Dakota had improved a lot in NXT in terms of the promos, but I don't know if she's a main roster like solo act yet same with EO coming up so I think it's a good fit to kind of have them with Bailey as like the ring leader and then we'll see if maybe they tag a little if those titles come back and stuff but I think it's a good fit I think it's exciting I think like you said like an already stacked division is getting even more stacked because you saw Alexa and Oscar involved a little bit with this on Monday, as we know. Liv's moved over to SmackDown, which has kind of helped uh, make room for this a little bit. But I think this is just a win-win-win across the board for everyone.
1: Ray would like a uh, JC Fashion Minute on Bailey's pants. How many flames? Bailey always has great pants. Super hot fire, baby. Five many, flames. Five flames. Five. Bailey's but, a stud. My, my question was how how many cell phones can she hold in those pockets? There were like pockets galore on those things. It was like a purse inside pants. It was ridiculous. It was great. It was great. It was unbelievable. And then on Monday, she had more. She had more pant pockets. Hey, Bailey's had a while, over a year to come back with all these great outfits. She's had
0: plenty of time to plan this. I know she's probably definitely been very excited for this. So, I mean, this is great stuff, Nestlemania. And obviously, next week we'll probably have a six-woman tag based on what happened on Raw. So you can complain about that. But, I mean, this is just, this is cool. And the whole, the everyone, I feel like, was just happy about this. The Dakota one, there was no leaks about it. It was very unexpected. Obviously, the EO thing, everyone was saying when she was gone, which kind of knew was bullshit because she's been injured, but whatever. Ever, but this is this is just great, and yeah, you know what, Wes? I I I when we get to the shining and heat, I might not have any heat this week if we're being honest. I really might not. Wow. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll we're get, gonna get there. Summerslam first, but honestly, like this was not that I like thought everything was amazing and greatest thing ever, no. but like I there's I, there's not too many things I can point out and be like eh this sure. week. So yeah.
1: Moving on, we have uh, Logan Paul making his singles debut uh, against uh, well the Miz, Maurice, and Champa who. You know, it is a thing. Maurice was doing her job hey, Nessel, perfectly. Question first. Yes. Was this a one-on-one match? It was. It was. So You were on. But but did anybody's butt pucker when they heard AJ Styles' music yeah. a little bit? Oh, no. Ray did. Ray absolutely did. He said in the thread, <laughs> "You all were like, oh my god." There's a. So here's the thing. Yes, Ray's one. Ray won. Ray's right. You can put that in. the You can get the the copy of it, Ray. Ah, uh, but you guys all sat there and you were like, oh god, here's the music. Are we going to turn this into a tag match? So you know. If it doesn't happen, it should happen, I think, at this point. but that- It might, but if we're watching Logan Paul in WrestleMania, you see
0: why they had utmost confidence in him. He looked fucking incredible. And like we said it last week, it's like, if there's a guy you want to work with off the rip, there's a reason why The Miz was involved, in, was involved with Bad Bunny and why The Miz is involved with Logan Paul because we talk about it all the time. Like, The Miz is just safe. He's crisp because he doesn't go out of his thing and he's willing to do whatever you want to do too. And he's one of the, I think he's a great, like people give him credit, uh, discredit sometimes for not selling great. I think the Miz sells great,
1: especially as a heel with his facials and everything. So this was a perfect fit. And Logan
0: just, he looked incredible.
1: Yeah. I I mean, beside the fact, if you like the human being or not, I'm not, I'm not going to judge that. That's not for me to worry about at this point, but in terms of wrestling, uh, the guy gets a lot of it. Uh, He's, he's doing a lot of the kabooms. He's doing a lot of the flips. He's doing a lot of the, he hits potatoes. That's for damn sure. He does not pull his punches yet. Uh, hopefully he learns that to protect people he's working with. But uh, I was pleasantly surprised that he could handle himself in an entire matchup. Uh, you know, and. It wasn't a short match. Either. No, it's a longer the match. Like, yeah. They got a lot of time. And I was, uh, I yeah. was in,
0: entertained throughout, like from the start with the matching outfits all the way through the match. Like, like Logan, like you just, some people have put highlight reels out of him and it's just like watching. It's just like, holy shit. It's like. The, the, he's a natural. And we kind of felt that way when we kind of got the glimpse of him at WrestleMania stuff. It's like, man, this kind of really does seem like this is like his calling. And yeah. I mean, you saw it's like the promo weed after like, uh, online. He's, he's all about this. I think triple H is actually, uh, was on his podcast like today or something. So that'll be interesting. What comes out of that. But like, he's all in. I think that's exciting because he brings something to the table. Definitely for sure. That I think is, uh, you can't really get anywhere else.
1: And the one thing I really, really, really enjoyed about the entire process was like, as I'm watching him develop in front of my eyes, all I could think about was he's going to have a moveset that's very babyface-based, right, in some flashy way, but he's going to be an asshole. And there's, like, not that he's in the same vein of, as an RVD, but I can see it in a vein of, like, like I'm the whole fucking show. Watch me go up and do some cool shit. And, I mean, I love RVD. I have a very, very, like, he's in my top five. But, like, ever. But... Logan Paul has that kind of like that charisma and that, like, literally, I'm the best at everything I do. So I, I can see that happening. And you're like begrudgingly cheering for him or enjoying his matches, like most people did with RVD until he became like a fan favorite. I don't know if Logan Paul can become a fan favorite, like, universally loved, uh, but I think he did a great job what he did on, on, uh, on Saturday night. So I, I'm curious to see where this goes next. Because I feel like a lot like Sami Zayn's and the Kevin Owens must be on the radar next for somebody like a Logan. So he, already, he already
0: kind of had like the friendship yeah. with Sami Zayn, and that's kind of how they brought him in. And so, yeah, no, I think, I think those kind of guys are the easy one, but I am curious to see. It does seem like he's going to be away for a little while, which makes sense. I mean, he's he's never going to be a yeah. full-time a Royal guy, Rumble,
1: a Royal Rumble appearance seems to be. Yeah. Young. Yeah. But
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he popped in before then, because he does seem to really enjoy this. I don't know what his schedule is. He could book another boxing match and make, I mean, his brother mostly sure. does that, but just like he has a lot of opportunities, but I will say one thing is because we saw him use the Domino forum from major styles, which we saw like there was a little tutelage, but the finish he used the mrs finisher Yeah So something that I would like to see going forward for Logan Paul is that he doesn't have a finisher But his finisher uses your finisher on you like and then, we haven't I feel like we haven't had that in a while And yeah. I think that that'd be something really cool.
1: And especially like I think he's a natural heel I think that works in the words of Cody Rhodes. If I've tagged with you, I can steal your moves. <laughs> so You know, that's a logic I guess and into its own uh, moving on, we have Lashley that wins, of course, against Theory in, uh, by submission, which honestly wowed the shit out of me. And that finish, when it was like a roll up into the fucking thing, then he slid out and then got in the hurt lock and then like flailed his arms. I went, this is great. Obviously, the beginning I missed. I had to go back and watch the, um, the posing of the godlike physique and the pyro, which was the first pyro of the night. I was I was enjoying it. I thought Smack. Uh, sorry, I'm, I thought that SummerSlam really kicked off, and then I thought this one was going to be the lull. After this, when I was like, "Oh, this is kind of like where I'm going to fall off." This entertained me completely, and I was I was surprised. I was really surprised.
0: Yeah, and I think they did right by Lashley too cuz they gave him the pre-match beatdown so it kind of it kind of made it a little more believable cuz we know Lashley's such a beast, but it just I thought it worked and Lashley overcame it and like we'll talk more about the US title uh, when we get to the shine for sure, but it just like yeah, no this was it was one of those rematches There was a point in the card where people were probably
1: like, "Eh," but I thought it delivered. Like everything on this card for me pretty much delivered. And now the match that if I had to pick was a letdown, not a letdown, but not as exciting as the rest of the card. It was So the, the three-and-a-half-star match as opposed to the four-star right. match. No. This was a satisfactory. This was not an uh, above-satisfactory. It was the the Judgment Day taking on the Mysterios with uh, Uncle Adam Edge coming out looking ridiculous with his Michael Jackson gimmick and then running him down and spearing people and looking so not cool, even though he's trying to be cool. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to harp on Edge. I love Edge for certain reasons, but God damn it. Like, this whole thing was like... They, like, we uh, were so excited
0: for him as a heel and they took that away. I so know. A, I feel the same way. I'm a little disappointed. I thought this match was fun. I think these four guys work great together, having Rhea involved. Like we knew Edge coming back made sense, but yeah, it's just, like, it's, we were so excited about the heel edge thing. Yes. We have been clamoring for it since he came back. And they literally gave it for us for, like, two months. And then they, they flipped it for whatever reason. But, like, well, we know the reasons. But it's just, like, I just so I think it's, like, it's going to be a little bit of a disappointment thing for me. Um, but I do laugh because I was thinking about it when his music hit on Monday. It's, like, when he's, like, you think you know me. I'm, like, you know, like the whole thing was, like, you think you know me. You never did. It's, like, no, you think you know me. Well, we
1: actually did. You were the one who
0: didn't know yourself for right, two months. Right, right. Now you're just so just yeah, the,
1: like... The other thing that made me kind of giggle in myself, like, again, I'm sure people that were there can tell me differently, and that's fine, and they probably were like, oh, it's still excited anyway. But, like, in terms of, like, the surprise of Edge, it was like, let's wheel out this giant staircase with fucking pyrotechnics. Oh, you don't know who it is. I didn't know it's cool looking. I didn't know I like, it was it's cool. cool, but it was, it was just one good. of those things where it's like, I get it for the people at home, it looks cool, and you're like, holy shit, he's back. But then, you're like, out there, you're like... Well, somebody's coming out. Oh, it's yeah, got to be. But it. I think if you're at the show, you don't give a shit about that. If you're no, know, in front but it just, of it. if I, you're on the
0: other side, you might not even notice it. Probably half the people are in the bag anyway. So there's, like, oh, oh, oh,
1: oh. you know. Yeah, I can see that you're in the bag most of the time. All right, especially new to this podcast. Vegas, baby. I wish I was half Did in the bag. Did you just call Nash Vegas? Is that what you just said? Never heard that before. No, Nash I heard ne- it on the pot. The uh, I heard it on the TV. The TV. The the tea, the, the, telly. TV. the telly. I heard it on the telly. I heard it on the telly. <laughs> on the telly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on to Pat McAfee with bum-ass Corbin, winning by pinfall in, honestly, a match that I thought was a little too long, but still very fun. Again, loving the choir, loving the bum-ass Corbin cutting off his music, loving the, oh, uh, getting the crowd behind him. Uh, it was great. The swanton Bambini uh, took him out a little bit, uh, you know. Love that the nut kick, again, the storytelling in a lot of these matches, especially the uh, Logan Paul and the uh, Pat McAfee, the going back to what the story was about. Obviously, Corbin kicked him in the nuts. He got to kick him in the nuts. That seems like a plausible reason for Corbin to lose. Again, all we're asking for is plausible, right? Doesn't have to be so ludicrous that you're just like, this is fucking stupid. This made sense. Perfect logical sense in wrestling is what I'm asking for. And honestly, it's been perfect so far, you know, for the last week or so. It's great. And uh, I don't have really a lot more to say. I don't want to see Pat McAfee as much anymore, though. I don't know why. Well, you're going to
0: see him every week on SmackDown. No, no, no. But I mean, in wrestling,
1: like, I need a break from him. Like, I feel like...
0: Well, he wrestled at WrestleMania. He wrestled at SummerSlam. We probably won't see him again to possibly the Rumble. Like okay. It just that's what he is. So, but I will say, I do want to hit on the, the choir thing in the entrance because this is, I said there were two things that you can really point to as Triple H Impact. Triple H has always been a big fan of like the extravagant special entrances. We obviously saw the Street Profits one later, but if you look at like his time in NXT, every like event, there were a couple like specialty entrances. And I think I personally, I love this shit. It adds it to the show. And I think this is the other thing because I feel like a lot of times like sure at WrestleMania, they do them, but a lot of these other shows, like they never really popped up. But this is something else I'm looking forward to in the Triple H era is this is something he is big on is making it feel special. I mean, in this McAfee one, like the choir singing bum ass Corbin was fucking perfect. It was great that Corbin wasn't even all the way to the ring when it started. He starts getting mad. And then it perfectly played into McAfee's new entrance theme, like with super hot fire, man. Like this guy is over like Rover. It's the perfect entrance theme. Like. Everything about it was fun. Before the match even started, I was all into this. And then I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was a little long. But they gave everything time on this card, which is why I thought it was cool. But the low blow was perfect. Pat winning made sense. Corbin's going to be fine because he's Corbin. But this was, again, another thing that I point to. I'm just like, I love this.
1: A match that we're moving on to. Usos versus the Street Profits with Jeff Jarrett. Ain't I great? Chewing up scenery in the background for no fucking reason. Uh, Of course, this was another match that I thought was a little too long in the tooth. Uh, but again, obviously Usos had to win is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I I don't really enjoy all the amount of like the falsies over and over again. Cause I felt like there's not a there's not a big tag team division right now. So I felt like this was just like not as special as it could have been. Again, they did the entrance and the cool Titans thing and the, the Cowboys and all that stuff, but like I don't know. I just, there's something about it was like, I need something completely different. I need something completely different for the Usos to do now.
0: Not, well, you are are. like, this was the end. This was the end of this This is our last chance. And, um, they're, they're building more tag teams. Like you saw Mysterios, judgment day, Viking Raiders, new day, like, and there's obviously the lower teams that have been pushed. But the big, the big thing for me here was this was probably the only part of SummerSlam where I got a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth and my eyes rolled because the fucking Jeff Jarrett bullshit, especially the whole like first ten minutes of the match. It's fucking Michael Cole, and Graves just fucking talking about Jeff Jarrett. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this stupid fucking ref. Shut the fuck up. I had to mute it. I couldn't listen to it anymore. Just like, they're sucking his fucking dick. They're saying how great he is. Like, oh, I want a lot. It's like, I don't give a fuck. He's a special guest referee. The focal point should be on the two tag teams. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett's there. I get why you did it. Whatever. That's fine. It's Nashville. But it's like the commentary, this was like if we're, this is honestly the biggest heat for me the entire week. I was just like, shut the fuck up. I literally said to my TV, I'm like, shut the fuck up. If you say that fucking double J fucking name one more time, Michael Cole, I'm going to strangle you and fucking put you in a room with you saying boss time to the end of eternity and see how you fucking like it. Dumb fuck.
1: Wow. But the match was fun. I enjoyed the match. It made sense. It was good. But Jeff Jarrett, get the fuck out of here. And now moving on to something that I'm sure we're both going to have interesting topics to talk about here. Uh, Liv Morgan technically wins in four minutes. Oh no, she won. She won. 49 seconds against Ronda Rousey. Uh, Of course, you know, it is a thing. So um, I'm going to let you go first because I know you have a logical reason for everything. Yeah, no, I thought this was perfect.
0: I loved every way this played out. Like Rousey dominated as she should have, but we had the dusty finish where Rousey's shoulders were down and the ref got the three as Liv was tapping. Liv just appeared to be tapping before the three count, but the ref couldn't see it because it was like a little like lean back roll up thing. So it made perfect sense. Like, this is how you did it. Because we said, I've said the last couple of weeks, like, how are you going to make it believable that Liv beats Rousey? Because Rousey's not winning the title back yet. Uh, so I just assumed Charlotte. I thought that was the easy way out. And that's why I really enjoyed this, because they didn't take the easy way out. They found a nice, dusty way to pull this off. And you know what? It's just like these things, like if this shit was real, like this shit would happen. Watch any sports. There's always bad calls and things that happen. So this one I thought was well done. And then after the match, it made perfect sense because... Rousey, we finally got the Ronda Rousey we've been waiting for. Just fucking angry fucking bad bitch Ronda Rousey who's just like, fuck you. And just, you know, in a fit of rage, she attacks Liv. And then she's like, you know what, ref? Who doesn't pop for a ref bump? Come on. And Rousey beat the fuck out of that ref. It was just, I thought this was well done. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I thought it was honestly top three part thing here from me. Gonna uh, slam. No, this is what it was. I loved everything
1: about this. This was great. It was the main oh event. It was God. this. Get your it was lips away from the, someone's ass. Jesus. That's true. No, this was great. I thought this was booked so well. It was four minutes and 39 seconds of nonsense is what it was. That's what I think it was. What did you expect? What arousing? Here's my question. The baddest woman on the planet. Here's my question. Come on. Here's my question. And if you can convince me, great. I'll shut up. But convince me. Really use your conviction there, JC, and convince me this, right? Why would anybody in their right fucking mind believe that now Liv is a credible champion... Why would anybody cheer for Liv? Because she's because everyone likes Liv. No, you don't. I look at it like this: Why would I care for her? She just she knows she's not good enough now. She knows she's not good enough.
0: Don't thinks about it like that. No one thinks about it like that. It's a logical nobody jump nobody off point. No thinks
1: about it like that. People
0: love Liv. We've seen that since she's she been employed. But she doesn't deserve there's it in your mind now. when all of her friends got fired, she did not get fired because there's always been something about her that is likable. People love Liv and that doesn't change. And part of the reason people love Liv is because she's an underdog, because it's not believable that she would be the top. So it's like you root for someone like that because you want them to get their moment because this is someone who shouldn't ever reach that pinnacle, but you see them work their ass off and it makes you believe and everyone else around you believe. Your children believe. Everyone believe that I can achieve my dreams too. That's why people love Liv because she's fucking relatable. Because it's fucking real, man. There's nothing fake about her. She's just a so fucking happy-go-lucky. I didn't works say she was off. fake. I didn't. Well, say no, I'm fake. just, I'm no, just I'm saying, saying that you. you're asking how can anyone like her? It's like that's the reason. No, I'm saying that's now. I'm saying
1: now. But right now? now.
0: Oh, oh my God! She couldn't David. She couldn't be David and beat Goliath.
1: Like that yeah. so rarely happens. She if, if, she, change, if she's more likable, she should relinquish that title and say I didn't earn it she won't do nobody that nobody does that you can okay yeah then um all every
0: team that's ever won a championship on a bad call should relinquish their championships
1: yeah no one does that wrestling you is know different. wrestling fucking, is no, different it's yes it you're is is. You're
0: fucking moron no i'm this not is like, this might be a top three dumbest thing you've ever seen. i think that's you're just ridiculous. looking for a reason you're like, blah, blah. i'm baby like, that's all this is that's all this is wah! get over it come on this was so well done this was so well you done. Can't, you can't tell this me. This is how you booked it. This is the perfect time to do it. She's not a baby to face anymore. She, doesn't, she is a baby no, Are you fucking kidding me? No. she no. took the shit beat
1: out of her by Ronda when she tried to shake someone's hand. I are can't, you kidding me? No. You're a fucking moron. No, I'm not a moron. Yes, I, you listen, are. No, 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 no. You are You guys are ridiculous because the thing is here is that Liv... Doesn't deserve the championship now. That's the whole thing. Are you fucking kidding me? She won the match. It's by not Yeah, no, it does accident. It's not her That's fault. It. The ref No, it wasn't by accident.
0: Ronda's shoulders were down for the three count. It's just she tapped first. The ref didn't see that. So yes, Bullshit. Liv did enough to win the match. She did. Ronda Rousey's were down one, two, three. Let's Learn see what to happens, count, you dumb fuck.
1: Let's see what happens. God, Let's you're see what such happens. an idiot. Let's see what you happens. You're just, you just you disgust me. Yeah. 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 Okay. Great. Oh. When she loses a championship in like a month or two, we're going to. She be will t- lose the
0: championship at some point because everyone does. No,
1: in a month or two, it's not her Reigns already been a
0: success. She brought it in the SummerSlam first ever time, being booked on SummerSlam, sure. defended against the baddest woman on the planet. That's successful reign already.
1: Okay, great. Winning, winning with that with an Fuck asterisk.
0: You. Asterisk. So, because yeah, that's never happened before, you know. For a
1: baby face, it's a lot harder yeah, though. No, it's a lot harder yeah. to overcome. Okay, that's fine. Nestlemania
0: also wants the Patriots to relinquish all their titles because they went like this at Jets practice. Like you're a fucking idiot. You're fucking. You're the Spygate
1: Nestlemania. You're Ooh. the fucking
0: deflate gate You are fucking despicable. Get oh the yeah. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Go fuck out of here, you
1: Moving moron. Moving on to the last part of the show, which we can both agree was the most fun I've had in a long time. the best. Yeah. It was Match best of thing years? ever. Maybe. Maybe I think it is. For anybody that loves AEW, I mean, go ahead. But this right here was sports entertained. I was sports entertained throughout the entire fucking match. I, I was sitting there and I'm like, that's a fucking tractor. And then as I'm watching it, I said to my brother and Joe, I go, Is he gonna be able to make that fucking turn? Like I was I was getting anxiety watching Brock Lesnar drive that thing because it's Brock fucking Lesnar, right? Like, you're sitting there going, this is the guy that took a monitor out of the old table at a commentary, just threw it and hit a fan. Like, he doesn't care. He's Brock Lesnar. So what the hell is he going to do with a tractor? And then, of course, like, then you want to talk about an anxiety attack that I had. Like, when the thing, the, the, what do you call it, the bucket, when it just stayed on top of the top rope the whole match, I'm like, Oh my god! Someone's gonna fucking hit it. Someone's head's gonna bust. Like I'm sitting there, like, oh my god, I'm on the edge of my seat for a tractor right now, <laughs> a tractor. A <laughs> but I was so, I was so into it. And then when he scooped it up, and then Roman like Lion King, down was a fucking beautiful. thing. Oh yes, my god! Then Theory comes down looking for a new daddy with his fucking briefcase and fucking gets boomed, deuced out. And then of course, Heyman takes. I mean, so if this is Brock Lesnar's last match. It's not. I yeah, know, but if it this was his last match against Roman Reigns, sure. But it's let's the just, end of the saga. Let's just let's just go. Let's just go on on the ridiculous ride that this is Brock Lesnar's last match for a moment, just for a moment, right? I don't play what if games. I just stop. That's what my dad entertain Well, your dad's your dad's a smart man, but I also hate him for obvious reasons. I mean, look at you. But anyway, that's beside the point. I'm the freaking gift. I'm JC. I'm, I'm the Lord and Savior of this podcast. <laughs> I'm glad you added of the podcast. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, I'm not the world. My ego isn't that big. Well, you're just gonna be one. I, there's only one person I have to be here. And that's a pretty low bar. Thank you, thank you. I mean, I it's, a, it's like a, it's a hurdle that's not even off the ground. It's just laying there. You just step
1: over it. I'm not even a hurdle. Then I'm part of the floor.
0: Yeah, yeah you you're,
1: just, you're just a twig on the ground. Exactly. I'm. I'm rubbish. I'm garbage. did say that. You're you know, not that that's what you're implying. You're implying I'm no, garbage. I'm saying you're a twig on the ground. After, no, your, after your take on the last match, you oh, might well, be garbage. Well, you know what? I can stand on that take. That's fine. But we're going back to Brock Lesnar. If this is Brock Lesnar's last match, it's not. But if it was, Heyman might be the first, like, the, he might be on the record as taking the last F5. That's pretty cool. Like, he started with Heyman. Heyman took his last. Set. Like, I just think that's a cool little nugget there. If, in fact, it is the end of Brock Lesnar, it's probably not. But I love the stacking of everything. I felt bad for fucking Jey Uso who got fucking dumped on his head. Poor bastard kept going. I mean, there was so many things in this match. Like this is the stuff that I think separates WWE from anything else. And I'm not just picking on a W. It's I mean, production. And it's, that's what this, this match, yes. like AEW W can't pull off this match. Cause right. they don't have the production that
0: WWE has shout out to our boy, Ray. Um, it just like, this is what always is going to separate them. It's like in terms of like the extravagant entrances, the extravagant extra bullshit during the match, the sets. Like that's because that's the difference. That's the major difference between them. It's like everything else. Like sure, there are things that can like come and go, but it's just like this. Was this a, that it's not even close. It's
1: a thrill ride, right? Like you're yeah. watching it, and you like. Here's the thing: we've seen. I mean, at least for me, I've seen it since I was three years old. I've probably seen hundreds of thousands of hours of wrestling, right? And that's ridiculous. But the best matches for me are when I forget about everything I've known, everything I've watched, everything I've been taught, right, inside of a ring. And I watch this match, and I'm like, good Lord. This was a match. Like, again, it wasn't – it's not supposed to be something that you're going to be like, oh, my God, I'm excited about because it's like – None of us were excited for this match. We've seen it a million times. but it's Roman and Brock,
0: man, they always deliver. Even, always.
1: I mean, we can't even. I mean, I, I fucking forgot about him catching Brock's microphone with no fucking. Just grabbed it with his left hand with no. And he, look, look at it, he winked at him. He that fucking winked at him. That's it. It was
0: perfectly done. It's impressive. But like that being people's biggest takeaway is the oh most impressive God. thing
1: they ever had. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, I just, I'm just like, saying yeah, the whole thing it was is really impressive.
0: cool. The and Roman's thing. the man, but like, come on. It's called
1: down I just think the entire thing was far more impressive than I thought like I, I mean I, I did get a little fatigued at the end or like I was like Michael Cole goddamn it no. count faster I'm tired
0: you nail the head of the last man standing matches because it was like he hit him with a title and then he gets
1: to nine he gets like it just like yeah. that it did drag but like you get, we get what they were doing yeah so I just felt like I was watching a video game port towards the end of it where it was like, when you want to beat that guy and it's like, I beat him with a chair. No, it's nine. It I beat him started, with a yeah. nine and a half. Now I got to stack everything on him and it's 10. Oh my God. You like, hit him with both titles yeah. individually. I fucking like, used a special, him. you know, like whatever yeah. the kids would say. You know what I mean? Like, is that a special still? I don't know. I don't want to I think it's a games. special as a setup and a finish as Oh, it's a sig- I thought it was a signature. I'm not sure. I oh, maybe you might be right. I could you be wrong. Be right. I've been out of the might I've been be out right. of the video games. I need I need my video game peeps to tell me what's going you on. You might be there. right. But uh yeah. So SummerSlam to me, A plus. I would put this on best honestly, WrestleMania and SummerSlam, both A pluses. How it should be. I think those were fin. I mean, not just a good pay-per-view. I think this is an all timer SummerSlam in my opinion. Well, I was gonna say this because I actually when I when I finished watching it and I was like, I know I just finished
0: watching it, and I'm on the high I finished watching it, but I was like, I think this is the greatest SummerSlam ever. I don't know about that.
1: Honestly, but I honestly need to yeah.
0: compare, but like, yeah, do you have one off the top of your head? Because I mean for me I have been able to come up with one. I, I this one top to bottom, like the they're like literally I love every single second of it except for the commentary about Jeff Jarrett, but that was like five minutes and I muted it. And I was sure, it.
1: that's fine. I mean a lot of it for me was like SummerSlam with like the Brock and uh and, and the rock headlining. I think it was 2002 also had Triple H and uh, the return of HBK as well as these awesome undercard matches with like Kurt Angle and, and Ray Mysterio that one stands out specifically to me because that's what I remember a lot of I went to the Boston one uh, the SummerSlam that was really amazing with Edge and John Cena. Uh, I think that was uh, a no DQ match or something. It was something crazy. There was an I quit match with Mick Foley and Ric Flair. There's a lot of good stuff in there, in my opinion, that was awesome. Uh, so there's a couple of SummerSlams in my head, but those were for different reasons. But you you could make the case. I think this is this is a very strong case. It's definitely top three, top five for sure.
0: Yeah, no, I think I think those are good nominees. Yeah, I I think it's to me it might be number one. I don't know. I I mean, maybe someday
1: we'll stop doing the the weekly thing and we'll do things like you know rankems and stuff like that. But (laughs) yeah, but that would require me to have
0: a lot of free time to be able to watch all these things.
1: Oh, at least you were nicer enough to not say uh, that spends more time with Nestle, but that's okay. I appreciate you. I mean that. that
0: not too, but uh, that adds to the time. Not that you know, I that need time and a half for that. So. I
1: ain't paying you, so double times nothing ain't gonna help. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right. So anyway, we talked about half an hour almost of the uh, the Summer Slam. Now it's time to get Shine worthy, which might actually be the entire podcast. We'll see. It's like yeah, I have a- no heat. How about a spoiler, I have no heat. So always in the shine, much like Mandy
0: Rose, uh, I have no heat is my biggest shine of the week. But uh. I think we have to start with the United States title, right? That was yeah. the focal point of rock. They literally had a package to kind of showcase the lineage and the history of it. Like this is, a, this is something, if you want the third bullet of triple H impact, it's like making these titles feel like they matter more, especially I expect something similar with the uh, IC title. Maybe it isn't like a complete production like this. Cause they already have a match set up, but like more of just like elevate these, especially if you're going to have one champion at the top, like you really want the next two down these mid card titles to feel important. And they did, you obviously had six people competing for two spots and uh, the, it was pretty it was it was like the hope of the show it was the triple threats were both awesome the first hour was commercial free and then you got the
1: surprise winner of Choppa beating AJ Styles and that was the number one contender I mean you talked about all the highlights here very quickly I mean I didn't get to watch it live so I got to speed up and, and uh, 32x a lot but I, I stopped for that uh, United States video package I thought that was well done, I thought the visual. I don't like JBL talking in general, but it, it, it meant something. I like the clips of Dusty Rhodes. I like the clips of you know what it, what it insinuated and what it did for other people. That's wonderful. The lineage of John Cena and the, the whole you know, open challenge stuff, like what the United States title meant to different people. I love that. I thought that was wonderful. I love both triple threat matches. I thought they were both different and dope, both fun for different reasons. Obviously, I came out of my seat for that fucking Tornado DDT the, out to the outside, AJ Styles, and uh, Mustafa Ali, I thought was... Fin- I, here's the thing.
0: The finish was
1: amazing, The finish was too. great, too, but the one thing that I kept saying to myself was, not that I'm going to grade A1, grade, I guess I can say A1 and A2, you know A I guess would be the best way to say this, was the, the Mustafa Ali match to me was better, triple threat-wise. Just a little more fluid, but the other one was more hard-hitting and kind of, like, it was fun because Gable got a chance to shine, Ziggler's always good, and then Champa had a chance to do some certain things. But when I look at it, there was also this moment of, like, it just felt like I was on a ride again with that first triple threat match, which was fantastic, just absolutely wonderful. And, again, this is the kind of stuff that you want to listen to and, and, and feel and, and watch with your eyeballs. The second triple threat for me, not that I'm complaining in any aspect, it just felt like it was... It was a good idea on paper. I don't think it was executed as well as the first one. Well, the first like one, I mean,
0: the first one you had, like, one of the top five wrestlers in the world, probably in AJ Styles. Yep. Then you had The Miz, who just, like, meshes well. And he's, plus he's the perfect heel to counteract AJ and Ali. And then Ali, obviously, we know the athleticism. But we've seen the, like, ali mismatch. We've seen styles mismatches to know that those matches were fucking awesome. So having him as the foil for those two in this match, just, like, Again, the Miz is willing to do whatever you want him to do, and he plays his role perfectly, and those two guys are doing their flippy flips and fuckaroos or whatever, and it looks awesome. The second match, just like I really I did enjoy it, but like Gable and Ziggler, I think, are very similar. And then Champa just with the different style of the striking. So it's like you have two guys that are very similar working with like it. So I think that's probably why it wasn't like at the same level, but I still thought it was good. Do
1: you think do you really think that that Champa has a, a real shot here at beating Lashley next week?
0: no no okay i there's i there's i'm sure they'll be given a match but i i it's i don't know there's something weird and like the Miz thing is interesting too because like i I, something i watched is they did another backstage promo where champa cut another great promo but the whole time the Miz in the shot in the background like hyping up yeah yeah but what i really paid attention to in the promo was the things that champa was saying he called himself the greatest sports entertainment of all time which we know he's done that in the past but if there's someone else who could call themselves that as the man standing behind him. And then he said that nobody can elevate a title like he can. Well, if there's another person who has elevated a mid card title to levels that we've like never really matched, it's the Miz with the IC title, who was standing right behind him as he said that. So I don't think it's gonna like end like next week, like this little relationship, but I definitely think it's exciting, like the seeds that are being planted here because it is just such a similar type thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if like, obviously the Miz is going to probably come to ringside with him. If maybe not enough, the Miz costs him, but maybe the Miz makes a mistake and they kind of tease. So I think Lashley will come out on top. I think this is just triple H really being like champ is a guy who deserves better. He is one of my handpicked guys has been, and he deserves to be highlighted the fans want it. So I'm putting him in the spot, but I don't think anyone's taking Lashley out anytime soon.
1: No, I don't, I don't disagree at all. I I mean, Ray's sitting here, say Jordan, I took a personally meme with all the losers saying AEW is a pro wrestling show his first weekend and, charge uh look it's a wrestling show it was it, it's a pro wrestling show it's a sports entertainment show it's it's great that's what the same it? thing it's the same fucking thing, thing. aew yeah. has a lot of both too yeah so i mean you can't tell me that orange cassidy is a pro wrestler you tell me he's a sports entertainer for sure he's both he's both yeah he's but, an incredible pro wrestler but he's an even better sports entertainer he is so he would be at, he'd probably he would be the number one top merch seller in WWE if he was in WWE. Yeah, he's like Yeah, I think he's pretty much the
0: top consistently he's the top merch seller in AEW. I think people pass him here and there, but since the inception, like I think he's been top three since the inception at one point. Like it just yeah. I mean, I wanna buy he's so fucking cool, man.
1: Yeah. All right, so uh, moving on, we are uh, kind of in this weird limbo here. I don't know how you feel about. I mean, you said you had no heat, so I, maybe I, I know. Didn't... So they they don't
0: be like quick shine, so you can talk about whatever you want. But I, like, I mean, obviously, there's nothing I outright hated this week.
1: Okay, so we're, we'll go on SmackDown in order here. We had the Donnie Brook, which uh, I apparently is the the the, uh, the brother of Dana Brook, having a match up here with the bars and all the other stuff, uh, setting the bar. It uh, was a good match. It was a good match. I love a good fashion old ass kicking, and that's uh, that's exactly what we got here. Any time that. It's like the chicken and Peter Griffin. Anytime they're in the fucking room, they got to fight. Anytime you get old Sheamus and uh, the McIntyre gets uh, gets it gets it on, you know I'm sitting and I'm enjoying it. So I I love that shit. Obviously Drew had to win. Love the theory attacked him from behind. Given what I talked about uh, a couple weeks ago, with the, I still think is my best. Call for Theory to Cash. It in. doesn't even happen. It can't be your best call unless it happens. No, I'm just saying I think it's the best chance You're for you. are trying to take credit before, before four weeks before it happens. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. You're going fair- to curse it so it doesn't, he doesn't even end Cardiff. Maybe Dude, not. He's going to be in Yeah, he can't make the down. flight. can't make the flight. Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, of course, uh, just a lot of a lot of it doesn't really matter because it smacked down the night before, uh, you know, SummerSlam, so we're not going to get anything. But a big comeback opportunity. Shotzi came back out of nowhere because Lacey Evans couldn't compete against your girl Aaliyah. I thought that was cool to see, you know, Shotzi back on my television. I'm a big Shotzi guy. So that was a big plus for me. I'm like, okay, now we're, now we're talking. And, of course, you know, we have this random thing that happens, but uh, – The New Day and the Viking Raiders happened, but what I kind of enjoyed here, they took out his leg. They really hurt him. So it made the new new vicious Viking Raiders more vicious, I guess. I just don't know where you go with the Viking Raiders afterwards, but at least they were taken seriously. So that's a positive I mean, they're probably going to fight the New Day for the next three months. I hope not. I'm done with it, to be honest with you. I just, I need, I need something else. I really do. So here's don't hold your breath. Here's open. Unra Becky has a separated shoulder. Apparently, they're teasing that the man will be back after her shoulder heals up. Uh, cool. The Pardon? other well, the other man is officially
0: done. So it's time for this man to take her. Well, mantle. I think he sells a
1: copyright, but that's beside the point. Uh, yeah, but it might be they might be able to work something out. I'm sure they will. Triple H loves uh, Ric Flair. I'm sure they'll figure yeah. it out. It's a, it's a it's a it's a thing. I really love. It comes the money, not Shane McMahon. No uh, actual it- money that talks. I will say this much: I really love the Bailey, uh, the whole company kind of Bailey trio there. Like getting a lot of time. They broke up one match. They broke up like beating up other people backstage. They Level got some promos, promo times. Yeah. So I mean, like they they got some time. Then, of course, we had EO, fucking going, eight shit nuts against EO Belair. and Belair, super yeah. hot fire. Why super they? Fire. I mean, I'm glad it got broken up. I guess you know, obviously we're headed down a six woman tag, which I'll grin and bear that one. I'll say that much. Hey, if you're gonna have a three-person faction, that's part of the territory. I know. At least these ones aren't randomly thrown together ones; it will make sense. I know this one totally. Here's here, and again, somebody on Twitter obviously talked to me about this. It was just I know the situation has changed, so I get it, but I think it's bearing some type of uh, repeating here. Bliss, like last week, said she was going to go for the the championship, which I assumed was where we were headed. Right, still might, still might, might. This is, but then the she's aligning herself with Bel Air. But I get it, it's because they attacked her previous. Everyone wants the title, Nestle Mania. No, People I know.
0: Should, every single promo in their promo, every single week, should be talking about how they want to be the champion. So I don't mind that. And it's one of those things. Like I'm sure when the match is, like you know, there's gonna be getting side eyes from Bliss and Asuka who are gonna be like poking at the the gold on Bianca's shoulder. So I, I wouldn't jump the gun as, as a negative yet because I think it's just it's it's groundwork, man. It's groundwork, and groundwork. I, we still Bliss is a heel turn waiting to happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen very quickly, but it's just like, I mean, that's just part of like, cause we, as we've talked about her character is in this weird limbo where like nobody kind of knows what it is. So that just means like they're saving it for when they need it and
1: bam, it'll happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, it's a tough call. Cause I feel like she's, she's in this point where I want to see her. Love Alexa, plus. but I, there's something her? about her. Like, and again, this is where you're going to think I'm nuts. So it's fine. I'm just, I understand this. As I watched her, worse earlier, as I watched last night, I said to myself, <laughs> "She doesn't like getting hit. You can tell anymore. She like who protect, does. There. Listen, there are some people who like to get hit. You, you talk to Bobby Lashley. He gets a fucking Seamus. Like, yeah, and Lashley. Yeah, they yeah. get fucking. they get a fucking meaty They, they got a lot more meat to protect no, themselves. No, I know, but some Lexus people get is a skinny women. Some, some she people not have enough meat. But like to every, protect every time yourself, I'm watching her, back. she's like maybe on the back. She has enough meat, but." But, but she okay. always she always does this thing where it takes me out of a match where I'm going oh my god she's fucking protecting herself again and too much too much too much oh, god but God forbid someone protects themselves I don't know I just I feel like she doesn't I just feel like she doesn't want to be wrestling anymore that's all that's all I'm saying it feels I like she doesn't want to feel wrestle. feel like
0: if she didn't she wouldn't be but she she, she doesn't
1: need does. to she's already got you know yeah. Brian Cabrera the stud of all stuff yeah studs. but WrestleMania uh, the stud of all people studs. like
0: to be their own men or woman they don't want to just like marry someone rich and retire. I, I I do but not everyone's like you that you are people, you are the definition some people are driven.
1: You are the definition of a uh, looking for a sugar mama, right? I'd be be a great trophy husband. You You would be a good trophy husband. I can see you walking around in your flip-flops, doing nothing all day. I can see it. You do it already.
0: I wish. I I wish. I wish. I I wish wish I could do nothing all day.
1: Uh, Moving on to uh, two more bits of pizzas we're going to talk about here. Uh, Pizzas. Pizzas. We're going to talk about some pizzas. Riddle and uh, Seth Rollins. Not really a thing, but still a thing, kind of. And then, of course. It'll be a thing. It'll be a thing at Cardiff, I'm sure. And then we had Montez Ford versus Seth Rollins, which again, Chef Kiss. Mwah. Here's the thing, folks. Still would love to see Montez Ford turn on, you know, Dawkins and not the other way around. Personally, for me, I I think that. I works. think that one makes
0: more sense too, honestly. And I that's I agree. With I you just on feel that like
1: point. I feel like the Dawkins thing is going to be like, oh, like you can see the Dawkins thing coming, like him turning, like the way they built it last night, where. Tez just ran down with the fucking ref. I was like, okay. So yeah. either, I mean, you could do it either way. I just feel like, I just want to see, I, Tez is going to be, he could be fine either way. But I'm, I'm curious how you feel about Dawkins because like a baby Dawkins for me, not as exciting as a, as a heel, I guess. But. Yeah, I don't know. I think
0: a babyface Dawkins might work better than a heel Dawkins just because, like, I don't know. I just feel like as a heel, he just kind of get lost in the shuffle of heels because there isn't anything that makes him overly heelish. But there's something about Dawkins when he wears, like, the football game, whatever. It's just like, yeah! Like, people are always going to gravitate toward that. He'll probably end up in another tag team when they do break up. But I would assume next week we're going to get Seth versus Dawkins. And then... Either the week after that or next week, Riddle will return to set up that match. But they're, they're it makes sense the way they're doing it. They're using Riddle's buddies here to uh, set up this Cardiff match. And then from there, I mean, who knows? Maybe this is the end of the Street Profits or maybe they just kind of dilly-dally for a little longer. You know, I feel who like
1: else? they're going to turn the, the Triple H corner here where it's like, because obviously he's in charge now. But it's like... Is he? It's like the week after we expect him to turn, then they'll turn. Like it's Roderick, the Roderick Strong thing of like, I'm never going to be part of the Undisputed ever. Then fucking like a month later, you're like, oh, he's turning. And you're like, you forgot How about it. How excited
0: are you going to be when Diamond Mine comes up to the main roster oh, now? Oh my God. The Triple H is uncharging. You can bring up Roddy and be like, hey, Adam Cole, you sucker. Look at Roddy
1: Strong, world champ. I am going to vomit if Roderick Strong is a world champion. Just, I'm going to vomit. All day long. He, he can't like just there's no there's no fucking way. There's, I mean, I mean I've praised him. No I gave him my way. comeback
0: a few weeks ago, but like I think this is the best he can do, and it's been very good. Yeah.
1: But world title Intercontinental US, sure. 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 That that's your ceiling. But I will say this much. I, I, I did giggle into my little like my little belly that uh the fucking your favorites Your favorites down NXT, the tag team champions specifically said, we ain't no twos. And I was like, whoa. My favorites. Oh, yeah. The Creed's? Yeah. You love the Creed's. Uh, you thought they were good. Julius, anyway, anyway. I, I think they're talented. Like I, I see I get why they're gonna
0: be a yeah. big success in WWE, but if I'm less than my favorite tag teams, it's not them. They're just
1: like, they're just they're just to the right of My favorite teams.
0: tag team in Diamond Mind is Ivy Nile
1: and Tatum Paxley. I under, I understand that. I understand there's that like NXTs for later in the show. Anyway, the last thing on this program that I think we haven't talked about, I believe, at least maybe we should very quickly. Uh, Dominic got spear. Well, Dominic got his legs wrapped around him by Rhea Ripley. Let's not bury the lead. We all want to be Dom for 45 seconds. And then, of course, Dom got shoved into a spearing Edge, who for no reason fucking came out. Of course, it's a thing. Do you think we're going into the aspect of Ray versus Edge a little bit, or is it like oh, I'm sorry, I did that. I'm just I, I I'm seeing red that would be a good twist because
0: like we were just talking about, like we wanted to heal edge. And yeah. We didn't get it. Like, wouldn't that be something if he just is the new big show and he just changes healer face for every feud. Like that would be a good twist. Cause I, I mean, I, who knows what, the, uh, maybe I have a hope about uh, Cardiff with this little uh, six person thing going on here. So I'll save that. But wherever this goes at some point, like, these guys got to get away from Judgment Day and maybe it is Edge versus Ray. That would be interesting because I'm sure, I mean, Edge, I'm sure Edge can pretty much dictate who he wants to work with. I'm sure Ray, especially considering he's in the
1: twilight of his career here, probably be someone on his list. So that I could see that. I, th- I think it could work, honestly, because, you know, it's a whole thing. And then, like, Dominic will have to choose Is it Uncle Edge. You know, like, the whole thing again with Eddie, Eddie not being around. Yeah, it's not the same. No, it's That's not like not he's going to father him or anything, but, like, you know. Yeah, it's not the same. But it's just like, I, I, if you watch backstage before the, the the match, Rey Mysterio said like we even even we have been tag team champions and there's a bond there. Then he shoves his, you know, obviously by accident, Rhea shoves him and he takes the spear. And Edge looked at him and then kept running and it was like, I get it, yeah, collateral damage. No, I know, I know, but like, there's a part of me that thinks there's something there, right? Like there has to be. But I was I was reading an interview with with. Uh, You know, Finn Balor saying something along the lines of, like, we have to wait for this arc to be over. And I was like, arc? Like, does that mean that the Judgment Day is just going to be flushed on the toilet pretty quickly? Or is there an entire different thing coming to happen? I don't know. I
0: have no idea. Or do they accept Edge back once he takes care of the Mysterios? Is this like a double,
1: triple turn? Oh, my. The swirly. Not even a swerve. A swirly. Yeah. Backwards. Forwards and then backwards again. Get out of town. Get out of you town. You think you know
0: me? You never did. <laughs> do you know what side I'm on? Neither do I. <laughs> you know? Well,
1: it's the Edge Show. It's the big bad Edge tonight. I cannot wait for him to turn back. That'd be we. I would. I would. I would have to. I'd probably pee myself. I would. We might have so cracked the code. We might have cracked the code. I think it's. I, but here's the thing. I think it's going to happen. I think something's going to happen there. It has to, right? It have fucking has to. I have a hope for it but we can talk about other things. Do you have any heat? So you want to go get them up by TV, get them up by TV. Look, we're done. We're going into the hope. You don't even have heat. No heat for Nestlemania. Holy shit.
0: Glorious. You're my only hope. There we go. Here's my hope Nestlemania. Short and sweet. And then you can play off it. Uh, At Cardiff, they're going to do a show. They're uh, probably going to be a six person tag. I want the judgment day. Yes, that's right. Damien Priest. Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley versus the Mysterios and Edge. Because you know what? They might not do the one-on-one of Rhea versus Dom. But, hell, they could easily do a six-person tag. I think Rhea could beat the fuck out of all three of them. And I would love to see Rhea go toe-to-toe with all of them. I think that would be fun. You know the UK crowd would love this. This would be phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So, hashtag JC knows. Hashtag JC's hopes come true. Six-person tag, including Rhea Ripley. Judgment Day versus the Edgy
1: Mysterios. Wow. Wow. Yeah, was, Wow! let's go. I was surprised about that, Dag it. That's good. Yeah. Uh, look, so I'm going to go with my hope. Uh, obviously, with the Judgment Day here, uh, going out something else, a little bit different, as I was watching, I'm like, okay, here's what I want to happen, but really, here's what I think is going to end up happening, and it's really going to transport itself into something different. I, for some reason, want The Fiend to come back, right? I think The Fiend somehow... Coming back and aligning himself with the Judgment Day would be phenomenal. Making them all kind of weird characters in the process. Because I think that'd be kind of cool. And then, of course, I think Edge being against the Judgment Day then can go up against the Fiend. I just want to see Edge versus the Fiend because I feel like promo and promo would lead to an excellent storytelling purpose. And then Edge not having very long promos. I know. But here's the thing. If you're chewing up scenery, what better place than the Firefly Funhouse? You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I think it would be fucking awesome. And I think that the way... Here's the thing, right? Not that you guys ever want to see it again. I personally do. I want to see a Firefly Funhouse match with Edge. Because I think there's enough meat on the bone there for Bray to absolutely destroy Edge. Like, he can make a joke about... You know how he did with Cena? He goes, you can look, but you can't touch. They can reenact the, the the live sex thing. Like, they can do so many things. It'd be hysterical. Especially with TV14. I think The Fiend making the Judgment Day part of his, like, a group of, like, supernatural people going up against Edge and being what Edge didn't want to be would be hilarious. But then getting that Firefly Funhouse match with Edge versus The Fiend, just so much stuff. Calling him Sexton Hardcastle. There's so many things that you can do. Like... Just making fun of Edge. That would be awesome. Just fucking awesome. And I think The Fiend should come back. I, as We can talk about this all day, about what we think Triple H is going to, who going to bring back, what he's going to do differently. But The Fiend, to me, on top of that list. Has to be on top of that list. Because not only was he the number one merch mover for a very long time, but he's so much different. He's the, he's the entertainment in the sports entertainment. Honestly. And we can do a lot with it. And I think he deserves to come back. And I think Edge... Probably wanted to wrestle him if I or, or at least interact with him because I think Edge has that like adjacent brood or that like deep dark down I can get into. That'll be cool. I'm, I'm excited for it. So that, that's my hope. Fiend, Edge, Judgment Day, all together. I'm excited. I hope it comes to fruition one day. I am pro The Fiend
0: coming back, and I think the fact that he hasn't popped up anywhere else I think is uh good sign. I think, honestly, Vince is going to bring him back anyway, so sure. I, I still think this is happening. Um, I am pro Fiend versus Edge. I am not pro Judgment uh, Wyatt Day or whatever the hell you want to call it because that, I don't know. I don't – him and Finn, like those two should be enemies forever because especially now that Triple H is in charge, the kind. Will be returning at some point, which I think will be great. Because yeah. Finn Finn actually had a very extensive interview where he went into details about that, wanting more control over that character, and also how 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 bad it made him feel that they had two nights of WrestleMania and he wasn't booked despite working every date and everything. Which I agree with. At the time we talked about it, it sucked. He was a champion at the time, um, but so I do. Th- I don't know. I. I think the Judgment Day is kind of the thing. I don't know. I, I When Bray comes back, I don't really think he needs a group. I don't. I didn't mind the sidekick with, like, Alexa. Like, who knows? Maybe they just run that back because, as we talked about, she's been in limbo. But I don't know. I, I don't think the Fiend needs the Judgment Day to do what he needs to do, especially against Edge, because then it's just like those guys still not getting away from Edge while well, the Fiend and Edge have, like, a six-month, you know what I mean? Not so. that's fair. I agree with uh, all the rest of your hope. I would just, that
1: detail, I would change. Oh, that's fine. I just, I, for me, I think the Judgment Day is floundering, personally. I just, well, I, I, I think they need, here's the thing. They say they don't need it a was leader, a weird, they need something. They don't, if they don't need a leader, they need something else.
0: Rhea getting hurt really hurt the momentum of that group because she was such the important part of it, especially with the feud with Bianca, and they just, they kind of had to change it. And I, I thought the wrestling has been a lot of fun, but I think, yeah, like Clark Street Wrestling Podcast just said, the Judgment Day does need some goddamn wins. Like, you can take... Uh, the the Vince out of the Finn, but apparently you can't put the win back in Finn. The poor guy, all he does is lose. Like, it
1: just, and then Priest, all the guy did was win until he teamed up with Finn, so. He got the, they, he, you want to talk about the reverse Bad Bunny curse, right? Like, Bad Bunny, no. and then after that, it was like, yeah. you know, what happened, right? Like he became the United States they champion. They made him a like, cooler character yeah, and, then, and he got a, he became a
0: worse. Yeah. Act. I don't know how, I, well, I don't know. It sucks. They do. I agree. The judgment day need wins. I think part of that is like, they need to get away from this feud, yes. but that's why I think you just finish it off in Cardiff. Maybe they get the win. Maybe Rhea pins Dominic and then daddy's disappointed in his
1: son because he just got cut. So speaking of cut, go over to Tpublic.com slash jobber knocker to buy our brand new merchandise actually we have the nestle curse i'll put it in the uh in the old chat there but the more important one was uh from the brainchild of our our very own you know you can't see me holding the titles no but, but it's uh jc he has called a certain champion a tribal cuck you can now he get your tri- you can now get your tribal cuck merchandise over at tpublic.com slash jobber i'm sure it's slash cuck or something i haven't really looked but uh, slash cuck. Slash cuck. T public slash cuck. Yeah, there you go. There's one, and I'll get the other next. But again, folks, these are great merchandise. Go over to you know be part of the knocker team, be you know having a good time. You know, it's are the sale
0: still going on, or did the end? There
1: is a sale going on for certain yeah. ones, especially brand new ones. You can buy these for $14, as I'm looking at go. right now. The sale is only going on for a little while longer. TJ does a fantastic job. TJ of the JK, go follow him. He is the uh, the merch king. I guess uh, over for the knocker doing a lot of the designs. I did do the last two because uh, they were, you know, visioned in a certain way. But uh, yes, I'm excited. Go over to you know those places and buy our merchandise. goddammit, it, because we're just we deserve it. So yeah, no who else deserves it? Don't call it a comeback. She had been here for years, and then she was gone. Now she's back.
0: Dakota Kai is getting my comeback. We uh-uh. didn't really get on her too much earlier because she was mostly background. But I just like I think this is a this is a really cool one because this is someone who. We've really grown to love the last few years she's been employed down at NXT, and we saw her story with Tegan and how she became this new character. She obviously had the relationship with Raquel, and obviously Raquel has moved on uh, to bigger and better things. So Dakota was just kind of left down there, and she Dakota's always been great. She's well-liked. She's entertaining. People love her tw- Twitch stream. She's, she's been a fan favorite, and she just was, like, gone. Of all those NXT surprise releases, like that one probably hit me, hurt me the most. And that clearly hurt Hunter the most because that motherfucker wasted no time in getting her back where she was supposed to be. Dakota Kai was working dark matches on the main roster over a year ago. They were preparing to bring her up. This was someone who was ready, and it just. For whatever reason, it never happened. It was probably the man in charge. Maybe he just wasn't a believer. Um, so it's. I was really. I'm really happy. This is like the true essence of what the comeback is. Someone who like literally like this. She was done. She was gone. We might probably never going to see her in WWE again until these things change. And the the best part of it was this was a surprise return. Like there were no leaks about this one. There was no, oh, this person's backstage or this person's in Nashville. There was nothing. She had like, just like trademarked a new name uh, for like an independent stuff and everything. So there was no breadcrumbs here to think this was going to happen. Unless it was just a pure shot in the dark. So I thought this was cool. I'm happy for, I think she's immensely talented. I think this group is going to be a lot of fun and uh, she's going to get a lot of opportunities under triple H.
1: So Dakota Kai, you get my comeback. Nice. Fantastic. I, I would continue talking, but I think my comeback has to stop for a second because I need more water. <laughs> That's right, folks. My comeback goes to one max Do pre Because guess what? The whole thing just, I can't, I have electrical equipment. I'd get electrocuted. I'm sure some people would like that. But, uh, Mm. There's still some in here by the way. I'm a little wet now. Well, you can do that, I can see it on your beard. But here's the thing folks, I'm giving it to Max Dupree, the whole Maximum Male Models. Max is back, hashtag Max is back. I'm excited for everybody here, everybody here that thought it was a dead issue that LA Knight was coming back or he was getting canned. Get the fuck out of here. Honest to God folks, I'm excited. I'm pumped, I am jacked. The four of them look like a million bucks. Them doing the pure water spot was great. Watching them do the whole thing on Friday was so great. They did so amazingly wonderful. Max was perfect. He slid in at the end where you were like, holy shit, he's back. And then, of course, she had like one or two lines, which works perfectly for her. This is great. He'll, he'll do the heavy lifting. She'll come in and be the eye candy and say the one line that I'll remember. And the other two will be sitting there groping themselves with inanimate objects. It'll be fan-freaking-tastic. <laughs> I, I am, I am, I am, what is the, what is the line? I can't do it right. Tittle, tittleized. tittle to titillate your something. Titillate your guilty pleasures. Tittle, titillate. 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 Is that titillize or titillate? I think it's titillate. Titillate or titillate. Titillate. To the left. To the right. To the left. Titillate.
0: The the titillate. Right. Titillate. Titillate. Everything you own's in the titillate <laughs> to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to the
1: left. To the left. To the left. I don't know. To the left. To the left. <laughs> to the left. To the we go. Anyway, I'm excited. I was, I was super pumped in Jack. But anyway, we got to get out of the big old finish. Oh, world.
0: No, 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 no! Not so fast, because uh, WrestleMania. Yes. Speaking of the maximum male models, I believe uh, someone needs to apply to get rejected by the Dupree family because they lost a bet. Okay.
1: Uh, As I said, you lost, you lost,
0: you lost. You have to apply to be a maximum male model and get that fat red rejection
1: sticker on your forehead. Do they actually reject people with their sticker?
0: I don't know. They probably should. I kind of want to do that. I'm going to buy a rejection stamp just to stamp on your forehead during the podcast. That's nice.
1: Uh, uh, Yes, I have lost a bet. For those that don't know or don't listen right now, uh, in the predictions, uh, our boy Ray Ray, who was a guest host two weeks ago, uh, challenged me to uh, apply for male modelship. (laughs) Uh, For the maximum male models, I have in fact told my wife she needs to take a picture of me, so that poor woman is going to have to take a picture of me head to toe, uh, with clothing on, obviously, because this is you know, not for anybody else, but but everybody. Uh, Whatever, it's fine. (laughs) But uh, you you just pretzled yourself. None of that made any sense. But I'm, I, you know, you know what it is? It's just that I'm looking at it, thinking to myself, I don't know what pose to go with, JC. What pose should I do? I'm going to wear sunglasses and then do the whole thing like this. With the sunglasses. But I don't know if I should be putting water on me. If, if you could if you could direct me in my photo shoot, what would you do?
0: Oh, I know you'd have, you'd have a vomit I mean, bucket, a, but besides that's, the vomit so that's, bucket.
1: That's a lot to work
0: with. Um, we'd probably need a lot of makeup. Okay. Uh, well, I don't have lot, any makeup. A lot, lot of makeup. A uh, lot to cover up there. Um, but, yeah, no, I think we, I mean, you like orange. So I think we definitely have to go to an orange theme. Because uh, really? that would have to probably accentuate. Like you, Uh, maybe I should loan you my romper. Um,
1: You know what? I would wear the romper if you want. What is it, yeah.
0: like sausage or something? What is it? Yeah, it's, it's like grapefruits. Grapefruit. It's Line and Kugel sponsored. Oh. Line and Kugel. I'm sponsored by Lining and Kugel. Uh, uh, I probably,
1: no offense, I, I'm like probably a child's medium. I don't know if it'll fit me, but you know, it is. Eh, it, it might be a
0: little loose, but it would fit.
1: I feel like tight-fitting clothes is probably better. Uh, somebody dared me to go shirtless. Don't feel comfortable with shirtless, for sure. I've got yeah, a no, If you
0: do, can you tape your nips so I don't have to see them?
1: Oh, no, I'd be wearing a suit jacket. I'm totally going suit jacket. It's going to either be, I can either stick with the baby blue. I can go with maroon. I can go with uh, navy or black. I feel like I'm going to go with the, with the baby blue and sunglasses. And then the rest, you know, is up to imagination and posing. But I you
0: definitely need to add some like fruit licious colors to the scheme because if you're trying to be a male model, especially it is the summer collection, you're going to need to spruce up your. I don't have uh, money. Color so color. You, I'm
1: at the will no, of yeah, what no, I have. I'm sure you got
0: some bright clothes in your closet. Do you have, like, an orange, like, bright tank top and maybe, like, a flower on it or something? Like, you put that underneath? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure you can find some things to spruce it up. Spruce. 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 A little spruce.
1: Maybe, maybe what I should do is a, a, a polo that's very loud and then do the over the shoulder, you know, with the, like, not having the jacket on and doing the, uh, you know, oh, gosh, I'm in a catalog, you know?
0: You could try that, yeah.
1: Do that one with the glasses like this. Also, I think you need to
0: do something ridiculous with your hair, like spike up half of it or something and just kind of like, put, you know, something, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do something modely with that. And like a okay. lot of models, like their hairstyles are pretty hideous, but they work because they go like Model.
1: Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah. I'm liking all of these things. And like I said, uh, when I get a chance to, I absolutely will do it as quickly as possible. So you're, you're on, I, I will, I will take this W in, uh, in, in other people's worlds and make it a W for myself. I'll make it a win for me. All right. I don't know about that, but I think we'll all be winning when
0: we see the photo. And we're going to go to the big old finish. Uh, I don't have anything for uh, SmackDown yet this week, uh, so nothing yet there. But on Raw, we will have the last-to-champ U.S. title match. But Nestlemania, we have a loaded night of NXT tonight on Tuesday and a loaded Wednesday of AEW uh, tomorrow. But we will start in NXT. And Nestlemania, the main roster tag titles... Tittles. Tag tittles, uh, tittles, the women's tag tittles are on the line in a fatal four-way where we will crown new women's tag team champions in NXT. Katana and Kaden versus Toxic Attraction versus Niall and Paxley versus Leon and Feroz. Nestlemania. I think it's Katana and Caden's time. Who you got? You would be very excited for
1: Ively and Pax- was a, Ivy
0: and Paxley. I'd be excited I- for Ivy Ivy any of these teams. All four of these teams are super on fire, in my
1: opinion. I feel like it's just like ipso facto default Toxic Attraction. No, I don't... I- yeah.
0: I just, I think Katana and Caden, I think could be their time. They're like, they're, they're the little engines that could, they've been around a long time, choo, why choo. not? Speaking of choo-choo, yeah. what a segue, right? Oh, what a God. segue. Come I was going to do this last, All right, but fine. I, no, 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 i fine, fine. No, no, will do it now. You did the transition. Solo Sokoa versus the Von Wagon, who uh, had probably his best promo ever last week when he's like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's fine. Sophia wanted to go be a model. I have no issues with that. I don't no, know, it's he hilarious. swore, he swore. He, he did, he swore. It was, like, was the most i I ever liked Von Wagner, and it was amazing. But False Count Anywhere match, the Von Wagon ticket on Solo Sokoa. To me, this is a Solo Sokoa showcase, oh, no. so give me Sakoa. Oh,
1: no. No, no, no. This is a Wagon-centric win. I'm telling you right now, he is going to beat Solo, and Solo is going to the main roster. This is Solo, Solo, goodbye. This is it. This he might be it. doing that, but I still think you he's
0: going to win. You always put somebody over. They
1: always put somebody the over. The best part of this match will be whatever Solo does to Mr. Stone. So, you know, at least we can agree can, on that part. Right? I I just, if, if this, here's the thing. I will come on this podcast next week and, and disown Von Wagner if he doesn't say dumbass during this match. Like, he has to say dumbass <laughs> at least once in this fucking matchup. Because that dumbass. is that the way he says dumbass is the only thing he's got going for him sometimes. This is the crux of why he's Nestle's favorite I wrestler. know. But here's the thing. Like, if he says dumbass, I'm in. If he doesn't say dumbass, I'm not in.
0: Not oh, in. Oh, Lord. Well, we have another feud, another person who could be headed to the main roster soon, and that is super hot Alba Fire taking on Lash Legend. Uh, I think Fire's going to win, and I do think that she might be joining that Bailey stable soon because she was originally pitched in it, which made a lot of sense because uh, I think the only bigger Alba Fire fan than me might be Bailey. So
1: I don't care for Lash Legend, so. I know um, you don't. I, I, I think that she needs a lot of work. She does. She does, and uh, she,
0: NXT will do her some good if she, she stays on there for a, a She bit. needs to say
1: on Level Up. That's what I like. She needs more go. time okay, on that. Okay.
0: It's fair. Her character might be there, but yes. the wrestling is definitely not. Yes. But WrestleMania, the measuring stick of NXT, the best champion on the planet, Mandy Rose goes one on one with a returning seray. Mandy Rose with the
1: victory and the block. I'm done. I, I don't, I don't, I don't care about Zoe Stark. I don't care I about Saray. I just want, I, think I want Mandy gonna to win. have it forever. Just let Mandy have I, it forever. I,
0: I mean, I agree. Mandy should have the title forever, but I, I think Saray might actually win this match. Cause I'm sure uh, Zoe Snorstark Stark will uh, interfere a little bit, but I don't know. I love Saray. So I think it'd be cool to get her winning. Her and Mandy kind of have some history Wait, this where she's is a title kind of- match though or not? No, it's not. Okay. It's not. That's why I think Serae is going to win because Saray kind of seems like the person that's kind of had one over on Mandy since she's been champion, like kind of lurking. I think she might have beaten her before too. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate if she did it again because I think that's that's how you build groundwork for things. So I like that. But Nessa the last thing on NXT, we have a summit
1: between Braun Breaker and my guy JD McDonough. You know what's funny? Every time I see JD McDonough, I think he looks like he looks like Drake Maverick to me. Like, he kind of looks like Jordan Devlin too. Yeah, kinda. But he has like the he has the rock star Spud haircut and the short arms and stuff. And I'm like trying to take him seriously. He does a fantastic job of the promo being like, "There's 48 tendons in your. Finger. What did you think? What but, did you think about his promo?
0: Where he's walking around talking yeah, to everyone? I thought that well, was that was cool and different.
1: It was different. And I again, that's a lot of stuff to remember about certain yeah. things about like, dude, this kid's good. But he's good. It's if just, he was like if he was
0: like six inches taller, he'd be the number one wrestler in the company. Yes, but,
1: but I think was, I mean. He has he's still he, gonna be really good he has a plausible finish with the pull suplex thing I love that uh sky's the limit unfortunately braun breaker like braun strowman with two yeah. feet going in the right direction so you know it's <laughs> it is what it is um but what what you just keep talking but no I listen I, I'm a braun breaker is like you can sit and you can salvate all you want on it but like you can sit there and be like, backstage, you are just like, this guy's John Cena. Like, to, to the rest of the company, they must look at yeah, the guy. he's the fucking yeah. guy on the side of the truck. He's the guy in the fucking cups. Like, it just, yeah. you, you can't deny that but this then, is. like, it. this was the type of feud we've been waiting for, I think, with
0: right. him for a while now. Is like, this is a guy that we can buy into, a guy who carries on, a guy we're interested in, and a guy that can kind of hang with him in the promo. So, I think this is a good fit feud. But yeah, I mean, once we get through this, you're telling me I could get a Mellow-JD match? Woo.
1: I mean, Mellow Mello seems to be just sitting at a barbershop waiting for the next contender. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. So J- J.D. doesn't need a haircut, but it might get a little odd. He might need one soon. So Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he can tell the barbers, uh, you know, the reasons they're using the wrong numbers on the barber. I he This guy has, like, useless facts left and right. I don't know. Next thing he's going to tell me is everybody's using too much TP. I don't know. He seems I mean, like useless. Definitely probably
0: are, but some people like to be thorough. Can't okay, blame him for that.
1: Two-ply, three-ply. It was all luxurious, but who has yeah. three play? Who has time for three play?
0: That is true. Nestlemania, should we go to AEW Dynamite? Let's do it. Uh, Will Hobbs in action. That's all it said. Undisputed Elite return. Okay. Yeah. Then we have Christian Cage, Super Hot Fire Stud versus Matt Hardy. <laughs> Matt Hardy, which
1: was why? That's what your face just said.
0: I mean, we know why, the story, but like the match, like
1: hopefully Christian squashes him. Then we have Thunderstorm versus Baker and Hader. Why do we have a tag? division are we getting tag women like are we getting wing women's tag titles that's what i want to know. I don't
0: know but thunder rose is a paper champion anyways Ooh, oh, we have
1: orange we have orange cassidy versus jay i worked every day this week lethal
0: orange cassidy might make the, may- this might be my favorite jay lethal match ever just because orange cassidy is gonna make it fun and he's probably gonna have a spot with like the goofy manager and the big fucking 50 foot guy so they'll probably be the most interesting the stable will ever be
1: i just don't want them on my television
0: I agree, but if they're on with Orange Cassidy, I'll allow it. Uh, we have the Acclaimed versus the Gun Club in a dumpster match, and the thing I am looking most forward to this week on Dynamite.
1: I can't believe that the Ass Boys are going to be in a dumpster.
0: Like, I, I just, I, that's, uh, a, that's
1: my favorite part, is that they're going to be in a dumpster.
0: Ass Boys, yeah. you're telling me that AEW doesn't have sports entertainment. This right here is I am so sports entertained. Then we have a number one contender match between Jericho and Yuta. Snorefest for me, but everybody yeah. else will get boned up. Does late. anyone want Jericho versus Moxley for the title? No. Does anyone need Yuta to get pushed into a title match against Moxley? No. But the rankings, you
1: know, they're definitely one-two in the rankings, right? Who the fuck's on the rankings right now? Do we even know? Do we I even don't. care? Honestly, All gun, I know
0: is FTR is still the number one tag team for like the eighth straight month, and guess who doesn't get title shots? He has
1: a freaking torn labrum, too. Like, I mean, he's not going to wrestle, right? He can't. He can't wrestle. Come on. I
0: don't know. It's I and a, AW AEW needs MJF back to save the top of their card. They really do. Well,
1: it's not happening until Punk comes back. Without, so. without him,
0: I mean, Omega would probably help a little. A healthy Adam Cole would help. A healthy d Ryan. Right now. All those guys would probably help. But, man, without MJF, like, it is just, especially in the heel department,
1: lacking at the top of the card. Very quickly, d Ryan loses in a concussion-y kind of matchup against Daniel Garcia. Biggest win of Garcia's career. Apparently. Yeah, that was huge for him.
0: I thought that was very cool for Garcia. I love that. I did love that. Did you it's, feel I hope like they, okay. Did
1: you feel like they were kind of like, Playing with your heart a little bit there, like probably. It? Okay, probably it, may, it would make sense, but at the same time, I also
0: if Brian is hurt, I hope he's okay. But yeah, I could definitely AW has done it before with the fake injury work bullshit, so they definitely do it again. These are these are the guys who who bleed because they look at someone, they're like, he made me bleed with his eye lasers, so because I'm a wizard. It's true. Who doesn't have sports entertainment my ass. <laughs> On that note,
1: I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of verbalized everything we could here. A uh, very good week for wrestling. No heat. That's a big deal for the knocker. I think. No heat. It might be Except the first for Jeff one. Jarrett. It's for Jeff Jarrett. Well, we we're, not gonna, we're not going to we're not going to talk about that because no heat. No heat. Hopefully, baby. Ric Flair's last match was his last match. You want to talk about that quickly before we leave? Uh, you know, it was twenty minutes of uncomfortableness uh, that my that I felt very uncomfortable. Um, you know, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad everybody made some money, and uh, you know, even Charlotte pulled uh, Karen Angle around for a little bit. That was cool. Uh but. Uh, yeah, it it was uncomfortable. I mean, that's really all I have to say. Is that it, it's Andrade did a really good job with Jay Lethal, and then biggest Jeff, match of his career. Jeff Jarrett uh, existed, did a great job uh, doing Jeff Jarrett things. So you know, is what it is, folks. Is what it is. Uh, but yeah, I, I please please no more last matches tour or part two or do or whatever. Like we're done. We're done. Yes, well maybe Jake Paul and uh, Rick Fleck can
0: fill in for Jake Paul's opponent in the boxing match that uh, the guy another guy dropped out so I think oh. that's this weekend. Oh boy!
1: Well, it is what Rick Flair can get knocked out in one round. Then he's laid because you know. Cause, you know. It's true. He probably he, might, he might not shaving. need to
0: blame if he gets punched in the face by Jake Paul.
1: So it is what it is. But again, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. The rest of the card looked stacked, and of course, it was a lot of fun for a lot of people. So again, know. Yeah, boy Ray was there. Yeah. So. I, why he was there? He said he had a good time. So he hey, if, to... I, hey, if
0: I was in Nashville and I had nothing to do on a Sunday night, those tickets are probably very affordable. Hell, I'd go. Have the Undertaker
1: cruises. and Mick Foley and Bret Hart were there, so you know. Well, got
0: Those three have nothing better to do anyways, because they're so rich, they don't need to do anything. So yeah, of course they're going
1: to go. I just, I got I got a cackle. Plus, it's free pump for those three guys. Those three guys love attention. I, I, anyone. Yeah, I got a cackle out of, like, big hug from the Undertaker, an acknowledgement from Mick Foley, and then he went over to go hug Bret Hart, and Bret was like, great match. <laughs> you know, like, that said everything you wanted to see down the line. It was just, yeah. it was great. So, again, good for everybody. I'm glad everybody's safe the end. Let's move on. On that note, I think we're... I'm exhausted. Are you exhausted? I'm exhausted. Yeah, we're done. You can titillate your senses with us next week on the Jabberknocker. Knocker.